Blog Talk Radio. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the diamond cutter. Diamond cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Well, that was uh, an eventful start to the show. Um, as soon as I, I, uh, I, I hopped on here, I realized my fan was pointed right at the microphone. So in order to get some of the, uh, the static out of the way, <laughs> I just uh, went to go uh, shut my fan off. In doing so clumsily and uh, rapidly, I almost tripped and fell out of our third store window. So that would have been a really fun <laughs> start to the show here tonight. Uh, maybe we'll get a viral moment out of that. Man dies live on the radio. There we go. Uh, anyways, it's what you expect when you're when you're doing your uh, when you're me basically. Uh, Katie, my wife calls me a a bull in a china shop, a walking disaster. So <laughs> here we go. And on that note, I'm hopefully that wasn't an omen for the rest of the show. But let's fire things back up as usual. We are live here for another episode of DDP Radio live at ddpradio.com. I, of course, Michael D. Mullins, broadcasting live from the top floor, the very top, the pinnacle of the DDP radio megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina. And if you turn to due north and you look deep into the wilderness of Canada, high upon Mount Ontario, she is the beloved, uh, she is the beloved uh, son or daughter, shall I say, of Patrick Stewart and Billy Crystal. She is the Canadian quote master herself, the one and only Crystal Stewart. That went way smoother in my head, by the way. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, how are you, Crystal? Um, I'm okay. I, I'm cold, but really, Canada, <laughs> I mean, it pretty much is a thing here. So, yeah, other than that, we're good. All right. Well, um, it's well, to get back to normal here so, somewhat. I'm sorry for the chaos going on the show. There are shows that are just like fine-tuned machines, like well-produced, like well-timed out. They get like, you know, it's down to a science. And we're like we're like uh, the, the version of the, the, the show that's hanging on to the back of a pickup truck going 90 <laughs> miles an hour down a, a, a dirt road trying to hold on for dear life. So 
uh, you get what you get here. So we appreciate everyone sticking around and staying with us. Uh, Garrett was on last week. We had a huge response from that show. A lot of people were really enjoying uh, having the, the G on there. Uh, but we can't give him any credit, uh, over like overly credit, because he will get a big head about things. But uh, we appreciated everyone tuning in last week and all the conversation and uh, fun banter that uh, it produced. Um, but without any further ado, oh, sorry, Crystal. No, go ahead. No, please. Oh, I was just gonna say, um, without any further ado, I think. Uh, Maybe we'll bring our guest on, and maybe he can bring us some good luck and kind of uh, change the course of this disaster uh, first five minutes that I've created on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As you guys know, for the Warrior of the Week, uh, we always – we first started it out with Crystal kind of checking around the DDPY community and bringing in some people that are really kicking ass and really just walking the walk and uh, highlighting some stories that are really just – inspirational and really uh, noteworthy stories within this vast community of people. But eventually it got to the point where, where so many people were, were, were kicking ass and there was only so many eyeballs on so many uh, profiles and, and stories uh, you can possibly keep on in a day. You sent it out to the DDPY universe and decided that people should start nominating people to be warriors of the week. People should nominate yeah. their peers and say, well, I feel like this person right here is best exemplifying the DDPY lifestyle. And we don't pick, we don't pick people at their finish line. We don't pick people just at the start line. We have a such array and vast array of different stories and, and people backgrounds of people that are just living the lifestyle. And it doesn't mean you have to be crushing all the time. It doesn't mean you have to be winning all the time because part of the DDPY uh, brand here is, is sticking with people through the tough times, the hard times, the good times, the bad times. So uh, yep. Crystal has been awesome at, uh, at getting these stories together, and you went to the DDPY community, which you do, and say, nominate one of your peers who is really just owning things right now, living the life, and uh, you brought me someone real special here today. So uh, without further ado, because you do all the legwork, Crystal, I'm going to have you introduce mm-hmm. Ryan, our guest today. Well, I mean, in my de- in my defense, I don't really know a whole lot other than what Ryan has told me. Um, I know that as soon as I put out the call for um, nominations for a Warrior of the Week spot, um, I got a lot of people that actually name-dropped Ryan's name. So I'm really looking forward to talking to him, and I'm so grateful that we were able to get him on the air sooner than later because I know he has a fantastic story because I've read that much. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I can't wait for everyone to hear um, about Ryan's journey. So without any further ado, let's welcome to the show. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Nichols, how are you, man? Uh, I am doing well, and I appreciate you uh, setting the bar so low, uh, especially uh, having to follow Garrett. Thanks for that. So I'm actually surprised that he hasn't messaged me on Facebook and told me good luck, you know, with a, with a smiley emoji or something, because that would be right up his alley. Uh, well, you, you, you just so insulted Garrett without – you just insulted Garrett within the first 10 minutes of the show, so you're on my good side. Uh, but let's see. Uh, <laughs> but now I have to compliment him. He's uh, he's honestly one of the best humans that I've ever met. Um, he's kind, compassionate, and caring. 
And uh, you talk about an ambassador for for the program. I mean, that's he's as good as it gets. Uh, he's I, I come from a marketing background, and that guy is a marketer's dream. And uh, he's yeah. an amazing dude. So, but he can also take a joke. So I don't blame you for giving him a hard time every now and again. No, no, no. Of course, we we love Garrett, and uh, you know he's easy. He is. He's, you put it well. He's an ambassador's dream. He's somebody that you're glad to slap your company's name on because you know he'll wear it with respect, dignity, and have a lot of fun with it too. So that was, that was a great analogy. Yeah, and um, so uh, I also can I, can I give a quick shout out to uh, Aaron Johnson and Bruce Nelson for recommending me. Uh, I, <laughs> oh. I I was actually not friends with Crystal at the time, and then out of nowhere I got a, a tag, and then I I got a lot of messages of people saying, "Hey, you've been recommended for this," and it just kind of spread really quickly. And uh, that's uh, you you talk about the, the the ultimate compliment is is to have the people that that are also in this program that have also had success, and next thing you know they're they're saying, hey, you need to tell your story. That's uh, it's really humbling. So thank you guys. Oh, that that's that's awesome, and that's a great like uh, a lead in here too because um, a lot of people I know probably got a, a, a clean, uh, acquainted with you via the uh, GDPY uh, Motivational Monday uh, segments they put out in uh, in honor of you and your success. Um, and those motivational Mondays are, are pretty awesome. And, and, you know, from a marketing uh, standpoint there, you know, we're not going out there and, and, and finding, you know, models or finding like, uh, you know, professional paid spokespeople, you know, all the stories you see on DDPY people were somebody uh, in their living room, writing a blog of the first time, sharing their story and, uh, and, and getting to where uh, they've inspired a lot of people. We, we hire, we don't hire, we have these stories come out uh, almost every Monday and it's just regular people in the community that are that are crushing it, and that's what we do in this show as well. Uh, give me a, a quick uh, rundown. I got your bio thing here too, but um, I also wanted to uh, uh, just get from the, uh, from the from the top. We have uh, the DPY origin story. Like superhero movies are huge. Every superhero yeah, has an yeah, origin absolutely. story. Uh, what was your I, first I, jump? Well, I was I was at the movie theaters with my parents, and they were going to get robbed, and they got shot. It's very similar to Batman, and. Uh, so, no, um, but in all seriousness, um, I, I was a big kid my whole life, and, uh, you know, I, I like, like I say in that Motivational Monday video that they featured is my grandpa would always say that's, that's the Nichols men build, you know. Um, my cousins are all built that way. My uncles are built that way. And so I kind of just always assumed I was destined to be big, that that was, that was my frame. You know, you hear, like, not necessarily the term big boned, but. I just kind of thought that was where I was going to be. And, uh, you know, I graduated high school probably floating around 240 to 250, wearing 2XL shirts, you know, 40 pants. I was not a small guy. Um, and I, I maintained that size through college. Uh, you know, I, I never let my weight really bother me. I, I was continuously active in sports. I was fairly popular in school. Uh, never really got teased about my weight. And I think it's because I always carried it well. Um, and because I maintained, uh, you know, a, a fairly, you know, athletic lifestyle. Uh, but after graduating college, you kind of, you go out a lot more, you, uh, you drink a lot more, and you eat a lot of Taco Bell, uh, a whole <laughs> lot of Taco Bell, <laughs> especially after those bars close. And, uh, oh, who's cat? Nice. <laughs> Mine. I basically uh, went from, uh, you know, from floating in that 240s to, you know, probably 275 relatively quickly. And um, 
then uh, I got a job out of college. It was a really physical, active job. Uh, I was getting up and down out of a truck and ended up, uh, I stepped out of the truck wrong one day and I, I tore my ACL, MCL, and, uh, and it was, you talk about uh, not knowing pain. This, this is the, my first introduction to real pain. I stepped, I, I still to this day remember the sound, not even the feeling, yeah. but the sound of it. And uh, went to the doctor and they were like, yeah, it's not good. And they, uh, you know, I had, I, had a, I had a knee surgery, had my meniscus scoped, went to physical therapy and ended up tearing it again uh, while, uh, while in physical therapy. <laughs> and then oh. at this time, this time they replaced the ligaments with, uh, with cadaver and that was good. Cadaver. And then I tore that. And so they repaired that the best he could, but he couldn't fix it all the way. And so I kind of, he was like, you know, you're just going to kind of have to learn to, to live this way. And, um, and so then I kind of thought, well, this is it, you know, uh, this is the life I'm going to live and I'm going to have back problems and I'm going to walk weird and, I uh, didn't really do much, and, uh, you know, you just you kind of get, I guess, in a rut, if you will. I, I don't know if it was depression. It, it might be, but I, I was never diagnosed with it or anything. Um, but then, you know, over the next seven years, give or take, uh, met a woman. We got married. Uh, ended up having two amazing kids. And, you know, you just get comfortable in your lifestyle. And, you know, I, I still stayed active. I was coaching youth baseball. I'd play basketball, I'd, you know, play with my kids and everything as normal of a life as I could have at that size. But I didn't really even know what size it was because we didn't have a scale. And then I uh, got really sick, ended up at the doctor's office. And the doctor said, well, you know, you're, you're sick and, you know, I'm going to give you medicine, but we should talk about your weight and, and see what the weight was. And he's like, it's 364 pounds. And uh, that's, uh, that's scary. Uh, I, I knew I was big. I didn't know I was in the 300, let alone over 350. And uh, so after I, I, I got I got better a couple of, you know a couple of days later, and uh, was floating around YouTube and uh, saw the Arthur video, saw some other people doing some workouts. Uh, just happened to come upon Stevie doing a workout, and I remember him from from you know the BWO, and I was I always took a liking to him, and so I thought I'd give it a shot. Bought the DVDs and kind of just started working out in my living room. And uh, the one, the first thing that I noticed is with this program, because you're, you're using your own body weight, you, you, your body kind of learns to adapt to itself. I, I would always go to the gym and I'd work out at the gym and I'd start losing weight. And then eventually my knee injury and my back issues would, would catch up to me. And, you know, two weeks, three weeks of progress, just kind of get derailed because you're not working out. You'd wake up and you can't sit up or you can't walk. And, with this, I never really had that issue, and uh, that that's when I knew that this was the the thing for me, um, and it allowed me to you know kind of like that literally that idea of making it your own. Um, those, it, and it became like the series of really small victories. Um, I remember the first time I hit rap and burn, it was <laughs> like I, I could have jumped up and down and, and screamed for excitement. I mean, it was. I started wrap and burn with a towel then or with a, with a, a shirt actually. And then it was with a towel. And then one day I like every time I'd get to that part and strength builder, I'd call my wife in and she would make me grasp my hands together. She would help me. And it was just like these little small progressions. And then one day I grabbed it myself and I, I cried. I mean, it was, uh, that's when I was like, wow, this is, this is working. And, and I still didn't have a scale at that time. I, I was just kind of finding my own victories, uh, 
uh, through my, my successes in the program, through the lengthening, through the strengthening, and through the flexibility. And uh, after about 18 months, I kind of started really trying to dial in my diet and realized, wow, you know, I've, I've already lost 130 plus pounds and uh, couldn't, couldn't believe it. So I was so excited. I, I wrote a letter to, uh, to uh, DDP and, and I had somebody reach out and they asked me about my story and they put my testimonial on the website. And I figured that was about as good as it gets. You know, it was, uh, I, I didn't necessarily think my journey was done, but I knew I was headed in the right direction. And I, I was pretty good with that, you know, floating in the 230s and, and uh, I stayed there for maybe six months or so. And then I thought, you know, uh, maybe I can take this a little bit further. Like I couldn't, I'd already lost over 100 pounds. I was already seeing the 200s. I was like, man, I want to hit Wonderland. I want to get into the hundreds. Well, what do I need to do? So I, that's when I really started concentrating like a ton on the diet. I went from like a modified phase two to really starting uh, – watching my calories, watching my intake, cutting back tons of sugars, you know, lowering carb counts and things like that, and, and got a little bit more scientific. You know, I, I'd always kind of count, uh, tracked my, my food, but really getting into the science of it all. And it's amazing what you learn about food when you have to track it. Uh, and yeah. and you, it, it holds you accountable, and it also really makes you start to value calories and what they're actually worth. And, uh, and then – so that was – that was like in September and then came December. I was, I got a, an email and it was an invite to the very, my very first summit. And, uh, I like literally me talking about, I literally have goosebumps right now on both arms. That was like, wow, mm. this is it. You've done it. Holy cow. You know, I just couldn't believe it. Hey, Crystal, you see that? I almost swore. But, <laughs> yeah. but um, and so you talk about it, you talk about the ultimate motivator it's like, all right, time to get summit ready. And, and it wasn't crash yeah. diets, but it was like, it was like a whole hell of a lot of Hayden workouts. That's what it became. It became two a days with Hayden gator countries three times a week. It was, I'm going to not, I'm going to get as toned as I can. I'm going to get cut as I can. And I really, really just kind of hit it and hit it and hit it and hit it. And then uh, next thing you know, I stepped on the scale and it read 182. And that's when wow. I was like, Holy shit! I'm literally half the size <laughs> I was when I started. And I, I like as Vance later tells me, like I, I was half the size but twice the man. <laughs> so I'll never forget yeah. to tell me that. But um, <laughs> and and so I took a picture of the scale. I became that guy. Yeah, that's right. I took a picture of my gross feet with the scale reading 182, and uh, I posted some pictures. And it was my very first post to the DVP Yoga Group. Uh, you know, I was nearly two and a half years into this, and I'd never – I'd been part of it, but I'd never talked about my journey within the group. And and I don't, I don't know why. I, I've not really been much of a social media guy. I've become a lot bigger of one uh, since, since uh, going to the summit and meeting a lot of people. But uh, I, 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 maybe it was – I was afraid that if I got too much praise, I would stop my journey, or, or maybe I was just – I was afraid of being fat shamed. I don't, I don't know what it was. But I, I wish I had done it sooner. Um, I wish I had documented a whole lot more. If you're listening now and you're starting, document everything. Even if you don't share it, document it because that's awesome. You're going to step on that scale one day and it's not going to read what you want, but you're going to look at that picture and you're going to be like, I'm on my way. And, uh, but, yeah, that, that post in that group, you know, out of, oh, in, within 24 hours, there was like uh, over 1,200 engagements and, and 200 comments. And, 
that was about as uh, as viral as I as I personally have ever been, and uh, it was it was incredible. So much praise and 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 compliments, and uh, that's when I knew like this is this is family. This isn't just this isn't just a bunch of people working out. This isn't a, this isn't the gym. This is a no. it's, it's a way it's a it's a lifestyle in its own right, and uh, yeah, that's. Then obviously going to the summit from there, it was. I, I'm. I know you guys have all been. They're incredible. You just. Uh, <laughs> I, I myself am not a religious individual, uh, but the performance center is about as close to a holy land as I can get. And uh, you talk. I am jealous of everybody that get to go there daily. Because and and it's probably a good thing I don't live near it because I probably wouldn't be married. I'd be a terrible father and a bad husband. If I live closer, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and the, you, the summit was literally a game changer. The summit made me never want to stop. You talked about these. This this show is for people that are on their on their journey or or not not past that finish line. That right there made me realize there is no finish line. This is no. this is something you do because you have to do it, and that's that's how I approach every single day. And uh, yeah, I just really haven't looked back. So sorry if I ran. It's like, <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. It's like brushing your teeth. You just do it every day. I mean, uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, some one. of us brush every day. Are you supposed to? Yeah. Well. Oh, yes. okay. I'll start. <laughs> no, I, I, I love that man, and that's 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 just such a cool story, and and the way you tell it too, it's it's like you're a great storyteller. So I think you can do a lot of good in this community by telling that story because. A lot of people, and you, you hit on one thing that that really kind of just uh, just made me stop for a second. You talked about how you know you get married, you get comfortable, you you know, you, you settle into life as an adult, and you, now your priority isn't always yourself. You got your kids, your wife to take care of, and a lot of people take that as either an excuse or an invitation to take a back seat on their health and their fire and their one hundred percent their weight. Um, and you know the old the, the old uh, the old adage uh, nothing breeds uh, nothing kills creativity like happiness and nothing uh, kills uh, you know yourself uh, your your health like uh, you know being married and happy and, and you know content because you you do you focus on other people and a lot of people fall back on that and it's not necessarily a bad thing to like put your kids first but also people don't realize that in oftentimes when we do that we are ultimately harming our children because we're harming ourselves who can't be there for our children yada yada yada. But um, it is a huge balance to kind of focus on yourself in that kind of way where you're just crushing it every day and also maintain a family and, and, a, and a job and a work and a, and a social life. And um, it, it can be difficult, but it can be done too. And I was curious, how do you balance, you know, all of your hands in the pot while also making yourself such a priority physically and health-wise? Because it seems to be an area that a lot of people – uh, struggle with in, in, in their journey in their daily life. You're, you're absolutely correct. Um, you know, I, uh, I, I, I personally struggle with that regularly. Um, this past year was just, uh, you talk about a whirlwind of the year. Uh, my, I went from having two kids at home and just having to find places for them to go to now all of a sudden they're in school, your schedules change. Um, uh, four months ago, I, I transitioned to a new position at work. So it's like, how do you, how do you make it all work? And, and I mean, the easy thing to say is you just do. Uh, but I mean, honestly, I, I personally, I have a cheat code. I've got a, I've got an amazing father and an amazing mother 
they um, they help out. Sorry, yeah, give me a second here. Um, they help out more than anybody should, and uh, so you know, my wife and I are very lucky that they have a great great papa and a great grandma that uh that care about them and, and are involved in their lives. I've got a, a phenomenal job. Uh, I'm in sales, and you know, I get I kind of make my own schedule and. Um, you know, instead of taking a lunch, I, I'll go to the gym at 10 a.m. and I'll do a I'll do a, a 35 minute workout at the gym. I literally roll out my mat, take out my tablet, and I work out in the middle of the gym while everybody else is on treadmills. I'm doing yoga, and I get I used to get funny looks. Now now they just they just know I'm the guy that goes and uses their space. And uh, but and then when I get home, I, I try to knock out a workout, and the kids kind of they 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 either roll out their mats with me. Or, you know, if I'm downstairs, they'll just be playing downstairs. And, you know, you kind of just, you learn to adapt. And, and actually a lot of my workouts become modified workouts because I have my son on my back or my daughter crawling on me. And uh, you talk about strength builder, add, add 60 pounds with a, with a, you know, a, a six-year-old on your back and you're good to go. Mm. Um, but, but more importantly is, is I, I've, I've made TDPY my, my hobby, um, you know, if we're watching TV, I'm probably doing push-ups or crunches or doing something in between. Um, my wife and I play a ton of video games. Uh, we actually met playing Xbox. She lived in California. I lived in Michigan. And uh, we were playing a game called Left for Dead. That's how we met. And we uh, ended up moving together uh, relatively quickly and been together since 2009. And uh, you just... We, we still play to this day, but, you know, you ha when you're playing online, you have all this downtime in between games. And so if we're playing a game and we got two minutes in between a game, I'm going to knock out 10 push-ups and, you know, 10 squats. You, you just – you find places to squeeze it in. And uh, you just – like I said, you just kind of – you make it happen. Um, and, yeah, I, I, might not, I might not have watched, uh, you know, all of Game of Thrones, but that's okay. I'll, I'll watch it eventually. Maybe, probably not. Uh, um, I think the uh, Game of Thrones it ends with uh, all of the all of the kings and stuff sitting around a t uh, table while Soprano plays, and then it fades to black. That's what I hear. I mean, uh, don't stop believing. Yeah, plays. yeah, that was. <laughs> Turns out he was that's dead. That's how it ended. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, um. So, all right. Well, first of all, you, you said something there that I really want to go over too because. Uh, make it your own, you know, you, you take the time. I, I got to give a little helpful hint because I've kind of developed this myself and, and I've been talking to some other people about it. And what you said kind of just made me think of it uh, with the DDPY, the sit series they have, the sit, you know, the, the, the chair series, chair workouts. The chair series, yeah. And the, yes. And also, you know, you got all of the old dynamic resistance stuff. Dynamic resistance, that's the heart and soul of DDPY. It's, it's the nuts and bolts of it. It's why what makes us different, all this stuff. It's, it's been the whole core of the program. And um, I've talked to a lot of people lately who have talked about how they've incorporated some of the chair workouts and some of the DDPY uh, dynamic resistance and all that stuff just sitting at their desk at work because the key is we, as DDPY people, we know that we can get the, 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 the heart pump and the muscles flowing by standing still, basically. That was the whole you know, crux of the, the program. So why can't you do that while you're sitting at your desk standing still? Because you're still bringing up your heart rate. I played a little game with that uh, a little while ago where I had my heart rate monitor, 
And I was sitting there just, you know, getting our average stuff done during the day, just sitting down. I couldn't get up for a while. So he started hammering out some just dynamic resistance, you know, your, your, your calves, your thighs, your, your glutes and stuff, and your heart rate shoots up. So basically you're getting a workout with a pen in your hand, just writing some shit down at your desk, and you've got your heart rate in a fat-burning zone. It's, it's almost like a magic trick for the DDPY people. So when you said that we, there really is no excuse that you can't just get your heart pumping a little bit during the day, the fact that you have two minutes to work out, the fact that you're – whether you throw out a mat or throw out your mat and, and get down on the floor and do a workout or whether you're just sitting at your desk and just doing something to get your heart rate going, it, it's kind of a, an incredible feature of this program. Uh, absolutely, that, and that that's the key right there is is – yeah, I use the gym during the day, but I don't need the gym. Uh, I mean, you you can do it in a library if you needed to. I've done it in the airport waiting for my brother's plane to arrive. Uh, <laughs> and I, I've also found that never never rolling rolling up your mat, if you have that ability, is a great thing. Like I have a mat out in our family room, and that's just that's where I do yoga. And always having it there, you know, I might sit down and watch TV, but it, that mat's there if I need it. And, and it, it doesn't become a chore to have to get ready. And, and that's also what makes it great is, is a lot of people, you know, to go to the gym, you might have to drop the kids off at someone's house, and then you go to the gym, yeah. and then you have to get ready, and then you have to pick them back up. Well, you don't have to take your kids anywhere. And, yeah, the, the, they might bother you for a minute or two, but that's okay. If it's a 40-minute workout and you spent four minutes making sure your kid's Paw Patrol was playing, that's good. That's all right. You still work out for 36 and and so it, it's all about taking advantage of your time, and everybody's got time. It, and, yeah. and you can figure out everybody's got ten minutes. Knock out red hot core if you need to. Well, and I love that because you know what? You have usually two choices. You can stay on your ass and be overly committed to your comfort zone, or you can push the envelope. Now, I know that we were talking about doing, you know, dynamic resistance. Do you know where I do mine, where I'm most stressed out? I am in the hospital all the time, and I have an MRI coming up, and I hate them. Like, I actually hate them. So I do dynamic resistance and the breathing in the MRI machine. Yeah, I feel you. I uh, I've had uh, way too many MRIs with my knees, and uh, but yeah, I now find no. the noises. I I find them strangely comfortable, and I think it's because all of my MRIs. Well, here in America, I don't know how bad you have to wait for MRIs, but you have to wait sometimes for a very long time. And I've always been scheduled at like nope. two in the morning or four in the morning, and you're dog ass tired. So I go in, and those noises. Uh, it's 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 like a lullaby to me now. I think I could literally probably listen to them and fall asleep. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I live in Canada, so we don't really have to wait too, too long for anything, you know, super medical. So I know it's coming and I always kind of prepare myself. It stresses me out. Um, but yeah, I mean, I found a way because I'm usually in there for at least an hour and a half. So yeah. You know, it's a great way to get in something functional during a time that's not so functional for me. Um, you know, it's great for everyone else because they get to see, you know, whatever they need to see. But I'm stuck in this machine and I can't move. But, you know, so it's a great it's a great thing. I love that you um, 
you're not committed to staying still. You're committed to moving and always moving. And that's an amazing side effect that I don't think too many people talk about. From where you were to where you are now, look at how much your life has changed. And not just weight, but now you find um, ways to spend your downtime in a productive way. And that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, like like Bruce Nelson says, movement is my medicine, and uh, I've yeah, taken yeah. that to heart a million times over. It's uh, and it's true. You, you, it, and it, and it, it, you're right. The the successes they're they're not all they're not all weight loss based or, or even physical based. No. It's it's learning to plan better, better time management. It's made me a better father. It's made me a better husband. I'm a better salesman because of this. Because I now approach everything with that same drive, that same mindset, and and you just you no matter what it is, whether it's your workout or it's your day at work, you make it your own. You and and you learn to to not dwell on negativity and and all, and all the bad stuff. And you, you don't have to be overly positive. And, and I know positively unstoppable is a is a really popular phrase, especially over the last two years. And you don't have to always be positively unstoppable, but I like no. to say that I am, I am, I am fairly hard to stop, is what I like to say, and and that's kind of how I approach it. And uh, you just you you just learn to do you, however that is. So Ryan, it, it's amazing to me. So think back to where you were when you first started this. Your mindset then and your mindset now i mean no everyone always concentrates on you know losing weight or how your body looks or you know you fit into a size xyz whatever it might be but i think one of the most untalked about thing is your mindset how much your mind changes when you realize that you know yeah i can do this or, or you know, suddenly you're no longer an option. You're a priority, and that that's an amazing thing. I mean, it's giving you the tools and the wings to fly. It's just it's a great thing, and it's a great thing to witness other people doing it, which is why Summit is such an amazing place to be. It it really is. It's uh, it's it's incredible. I mean, um, I think I. I think since going to the summit and well, even, and part of it's the Facebook group, but, but since uh, attending the summit, my, I, I've probably added like 160 people on, <laughs> on different social medias. And, and they're not just, they're not just an ad to add and say, Hey, you're here you go. And then unfollow. These are like people I interact with daily. Uh, yeah. Some of my best friends that I've known my whole life, I talk to less than I talk to people I know from the summit. Um, and, and these people are, they're important to me and I actually give, I give a shit about them. I don't really care about a lot of people other than my family and some of my friends, but these people are like, they're about as important to me as, as it gets. And, uh, and they they help keep me going and it's, it's not even an accountability thing, but I don't want to let them down just as much as I don't want to let myself down. And, uh, it's, and, and it's so cool to see more and more people, you know, especially with these positively unstoppable challenges, how, how much it's, you talk about an explosion. I, I feel for the moderators of the Facebook group, because good God, <laughs> you talk about a content moderation nightmare, but 
there are just some incredible people doing incredible things. And, and, and it's not all weight loss. And like, like Dallas no. always says, what makes a really great before and after photo is a really shitty before photo. Uh, not everybody has that really shitty before photo, but it, there's some victories that these people are having that are just monumental. And, and they're not Absolutely. just weight-based. Yeah. When I was flying back from Summit, when I went, Ryan, there was a quote, and I said it on the plane, and it just, it kind of stuck with me. Um, and the quote is, DDPY, it's never about the size of your ass. It's about getting your head out of it. There you go. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, well, How unless you're George Fenmore, in which you can actually put your head in your own ass. Have you seen right his through. forward fold? Holy cow. That guy yeah. is a maniac. <laughs> I, I think there's, a, there's, a, there's, some, there's like a market for that on the internet, maybe. Have him like talk to some people. You're a marketing guy. Get him hey, set up. <laughs> I, I, well, I've, been, I've been working with him on his brand. I'm going to have to figure out how to incorporate that now, even if it's as a joke. <laughs> We gotta, I gotta make a shirt for him. Uh, uh, there's some weird avenues of the internet. I'm sure you can find a place for it. <laughs> oh, you just gotta turn your safe uh, off, and then it gets really fun. Oh, no, I, I love it. That's awesome. I want to I want to ask you real quick too because I related to this and, and and I know that a lot of other people too. You mentioned that you were always athletic as a kid. You were a big kid, but you were an athletic kid. And you know, growing up, I feel that I was surprisingly nimble for my for my size. Um, I was telling my wife the other day. I said I was over 300 pounds and I could beat most athletes in my school in a sprint. And I, I can go for a short time. I can't do a long run, but I can sprint faster than anybody. So I really uh, understood what you meant by that. And as you get older, I'm, I'm not sure uh, how old you how old are you right now. Give me a second. Uh, my birthday was yesterday. Uh, Happy so birthday. I, oh, thanks. I turned uh, 37, and I also gained Happy one birthday. point in my green zone, so I don't have to work as hard now, y'all. What's up? <laughs> I just turned uh, 37 myself. I thought you were like at least 15 years younger than me by looking at your picture. <laughs> so yeah, I come uh, off super working hip. for you. That's not working for me. So <laughs> I'll take to what you're having. Um, but anyways, um, I always uh, kind of I the margaritas and <laughs> there we go. Um, I um, uh, so as as I got older, I really being so you know quick on my feet, you really noticed what the weight does to you over time and how much it degrades and, you know, erodes your body and it's something you feel invincible when you're younger, you know, you start realizing things get harder and, you know, being so uh, quick and athletic, it really hit me harder how much things had become more difficult. Uh, and a lot of people accept that as they get older, but when you're, when you got the weight going on, the real heavy weight, like, like I did and, and also you did, you know, that your body just breaks down on you and it's not a fun transition to uh, getting older, but you know, with these tools that we have at our disposal now, especially for somebody who's getting older, you know, we're getting into our forties uh, coming up here soon. Um, these are going to be essential to keeping ourselves going. And with a knee injury, I have countless shoulder injuries. Um, and uh, you realize how unwilling you are to settle for a life of, of just that kind of, hindrance because I just don't want that like I, I don't want to hurt all the time um, so talk about you know your transition to the point where you uh, blew out your knees and how that changed your lifestyle because it really is it's, it's 
it's a real slap in the face when you realize that you have the solution to your problems in your hand, but your body's just breaking down like that. Yeah, it, it uh, what you just said resonates so fully. Is is you know exactly what you need to do because it's it's muscle memory, and then you go yep. to pivot, and all of a sudden your knee buckles, and you're like, oh man, I I the thing that hit me probably the hardest is after uh, after my my third surgery and them kind of saying there's not much more we can do. I was uh, I was at a family picnic and we were playing kickball. And I just ripped the shit out of this ball. I kicked it so far. And mostly I learned I had to kick the ball really far because then you don't have to run as hard. Um, but I go to turn around first base, and I just ate it, just face first, just ate it hard. And that's when you're like – because my knee just wasn't there. And that's that's kind of not necessarily rock bottom, but that's when I was just like, yeah, this is this is done. There, there's not really much more I can do, and and you just you you second guess everything. You know, hopping over a three foot fence. Well, how am I gonna land and not snap my knee more? You know, hell, even walking downstairs was scary. The first time I held my daughter, I was scared to walk with her because I didn't want to trip and fall and screw up my knee. Uh, and, and and you know, it's it's weight based. It's my knee issue based. But you know, now having lost the weight. You uh, you know, and, and built a, a, a much stronger core, mostly because of Hayden and Christina. It's their fault or it's their their work that allowed me to build a much stronger core. But you you, I've learned to walk different. I've, my posture's improved, and obviously the weight loss helps. And and I've learned to trust my body, and and I can I can anticipate those those little hiccups I'm going to have with my knee a lot more because I for the first time. I think in my life am 100% in tune with my body and I understand how it's going to work and how I move and why it works. And, and part of that also is, uh, you know, I, I've enrolled in the certification process and you really learn about kinesiology, you really learn about the, the way the muscles move. G- listen, listening to Jim Mabes and yoga doc talk during their routines, you learn about mm-hmm. the way your muscles and your ligaments work with one another and and it's it's made me smarter uh, about my injuries and and learning to adapt and learning to adjust the way that I approach everything. So yeah, you're you're 100 spot on though. It's it's scary as hell when you know what to do but you know you can't do it. And getting over that mental hump is probably harder than the physical aspect of it. I honestly. And I really do commend you a lot, Ryan. Sorry, Mike. I really do commend you a lot because. You know what, there's some people that when they get in that boat, they're not willing to listen to people outside of themselves. So Yoga Doc is a wealth of information. So, you know, he's a great person to always have in your corner, as well as, you know, so many other people that are around. So um, being open to the lesson is always an amazing thing. So congratulations. That's really awesome. Thanks. Agreed for sure, uh, and, and Crystal, you you kind of brought something up there too—the the information uh, and the access to it. And 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 Ryan, you mentioned listening to your body. I tell people all the time because you know when I was younger, all I did is I just beat the hell out of myself, ate like garbage, and I woke up and it was a crapshoot whether I was going to be able to, well, how I was going to feel the next morning. You're like, ugh, you know. But you didn't even think of that. And and as you get older, and especially learning these things from you know 
the certification process or the material that's that's provided, there is a way to fine-tune your body. There's a way to listen to your body. There's a way to review what you ate last night that's making you feel like garbage today. And when you start listening to your body and start to pay attention to what makes you feel good, what makes you feel bad, there really is kind of an ability to fine-tune how you feel a lot of the times and it's a power that a lot of us have in ourselves, but I don't think enough people realize how much control we have. And it's all about listening to ourselves and looking at the data right. around us. I'm an over analytical person. Uh, you look at the data, you look at the, the inputs, you know, all this stuff. Uh, and you can actually decide like what makes me feel good, what makes me feel bad and kind of fine tune yourself around it. And it's a power that we all have that I don't think many people actually kind of connect to that very well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, like uh, every time somebody asks me, you know, I'll get a message here or there and they're like, what's your meal plan or, or what's that? And it's like, I don't know, man, I eat meat, I eat vegetables. If it grows in the ground, I probably don't eat it. You know, I, it's kind of simple to me, but that's, that's, and, and, and it's kind of bad to talk like that. And so I, I generally, that'll be the message. And then I follow it up with a little bit more detailed thing. But in the end, it's like everybody's got their own puzzle. And, and some people, they find the pieces that fit together and they start there. Some people start on the outside or the edges and then they build in. Some people will work on little areas or they look at the box when doing it. Some people do the puzzle with the picture face down just because it's harder. Whatever, whatever you do, the end result is to finish the puzzle. So you just kind of have to figure out your way of doing it. And, and, and it took me two years, honestly, two years to really figure out how I wanted to do it. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was putting pieces together here and there, but it probably wasn't the most efficient. And you just, you kind of learn what works. And uh, I've learned a lot about how, eating too many green peppers. I've learned a lot about eating too much broccoli and what it does to you because it, it, it wrecks you if you eat too much. And you just, it, it, it's really about that end goal, completing that puzzle. So I have uh, my, a really weird question. Sorry, Mike. Um, really oh, weird for question for you, Ryan. Um, what okay. would old Ryan say to new Ryan or vice versa? What would new Ryan say to old Ryan? Uh, let's see. Uh, old Ryan would probably make fun of new Ryan for wearing so many sleeveless shirts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and 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 new Ryan, uh, I, I honestly don't know if I would say anything. Um, really? Because I've I've learned I've learned to stop telling people necessarily what to do, or or how to do their their thing, and uh, I would probably just offer myself some encouragement, um, especially after the the second knee surgery. I probably would just tell myself <laughs> to to keep trying. Because I think so I, I stopped. I ask this of a lot of people all the time because Mike and I are always talking to people. Um, what Did you ever think that you would ever get into DDP yoga? Like, did you ever see yourself doing something like this? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, you know, like like I said, I'm in the certification process now. I'm I've completed all my hours. I, I've uh, over the last like three weeks, I've been helping a good um, uh, friend for my 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 entire life. He's opening his own gym, and I'm going to start instructing there. And uh, we just finished awesome. up the flooring there, and uh, so I'm going to be recording my video for the to finish out my cert soon. And 
if you would and and he used to manage this gym that he ended up buying and and he's going to reopen but i used to work out there and if you told me you know six years ago hey you're going to be in this building and you're going to be teaching uh you know a dynamic resistance yoga program uh that was created by diamond dallas page uh, i would have laughed in your face i was really never a wcw <laughs> guy outside of a couple of them but you know, it just it it's so ludicrous to even think about that guy to this guy. But now I'm I'm wow. sitting here thinking, man, is two classes enough? Do I need four? It's it's uh it's a complete 180, and you just it's an it's amazing. That's awesome. Well, the, you know, your story is really encouraging and really inspiring. You touched on something uh, there. I, I love your answer, by the way, to that to that question. What would you tell yourself? We we asked that question quite a bit, and uh, my always answer when I when I said that is, and, and I feel like it kind of can mimic in yours yours in kind of a way. I always said that uh, I couldn't tell me myself anything because I wouldn't listen anyways. Because you know, growing up, I was a know nothing, know it all. I got all the good advice in the world, but I always knew what was better. I always knew a better way, whether it was the right way or not way. I always knew a better way. Or, and uh, you really can't tell anybody anything. And it's kind of fitting because I feel like in your story, you didn't do anything the standard way. You carved out your own way for good and for bad and the evolution over time. You kind of figured it out. And that's kind of what we have to do in life. There's not always a roadmap to things. And you're still figuring it out. And uh, you got a long way to go till this whole journey wraps up, you know, hopefully 100 years from now. But uh Oh yeah, 137. That's all we got. We got to carve out our own way, and, and it seems to be like uh, you're doing a good job, and you got a, a wife who's supportive, and and a couple kids that uh, apparently are, are are reason enough for you to keep moving forward. So uh, congratulations, man. That's a that's a hell of a story, and I'm and I'm happy for you. Oh man, uh, did we just become best friends? Holy cow! Yeah, like <laughs> it's it's it, it feels like I mean your your entire approach to this echoes mine and vice versa and uh it, it and it is it that's what's so cool and like actually I, you were you were talking to uh not before garrett who did you guys have on you had roger and then before that was it did you have ben sinclair is that who it was that you guys had on uh um, oh you're he, putting me on the spot <laughs> right um i don't have my paperwork in front of me but yeah may possibly yeah, he was talking you, – you had mentioned – yeah, it was – I'm pretty sure it was – yeah, it was Ben. Uh, he had mentioned um, – you had mentioned to him how, how unique it was, uh, all these people from these different walks of life that had it not been for this one beacon that is DDP yoga, they wouldn't communicate uh, with one another right. because they're, they're, they're different uh, uh, they're different tax brackets. They're different political parties. They're different religions. They're different everything. And but the one thing you got in common is this, and it's this this thing that kind of just magnetizes us all together, and and that I mean you hit it spot on with that. I remember listening to that and going, yeah, that's that's so true. Like all these people, I mean, there are all, all these people I talk to are different ages, different areas, and it's uh, but they're to me they're all just they're all just their own little DDP yoga warrior. It's it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, it just goes to prove, I have this weird saying that it's always, they call it friendship, because we're all in this boat together. And I mean, really, the catalyst is DDP yoga, and I don't think coming into the program that a lot of people are aware that once you 
kind of poke around and figure out, you know, where everybody is. Oh my gosh, things explode and things change and you meet so many people. And before you know it, I mean, Mike says it all the time. He'll never be able to, you know, skip a week or whatever because everybody would be jumping on him. So, yeah, I mean, it's an amazing thing. Yeah, if I, if I miss a day working out, Thomas Willent is going to kill me. He'll message me. He'll call me. He'll text me. You know, there are just all these little challenge groups that we're all in together. Um, you know, the, I do stuff regularly with, you know, Kristen Nava and, you know, Vance and Chase yep. and, like, all these people. Like, John Burka continuously does this incredible inversion stuff, and it makes me right. so bad when he does it because then I'm like, shit, now I've got to do that. <laughs> Uh, he did this thing where he did like a hundred push-ups and a hundred, no, yeah, a hundred push-ups and a hundred sit-ups in ten minutes or so, I don't know, something stupid. But I was like, man, now I've got to do it, and I did it, and I beat him by ten seconds. That's right, John, I beat you. But then I couldn't do anything for like two days with my arms. But but that's what makes it fun. Is yeah. Is like Dallas says, you know, there's always some place else to go, and and it might not always be like I, I personally don't necessarily have like. DDP yoga goals anymore. Now it's all about like, what can I just do? And, and, right. and they're not always DDP yoga related, but they all stem from it. And, uh, and that's, that's, it's, it's so cool. Like, I, I don't know if you guys can hear me smiling, but just talking about these people makes me smile because they're so special. That's awesome. Well, you know, that's, it's awesome to have such a core group of people around you. And that's one of the huge, uh, you know, the huge benefits of, of doing this in a social area online and stuff, whatever you, your social media type is, um, you know, it's back in the day, people didn't really have that kind of connection unless you went to a gym or something. So it's made it really possible and really uh, successful for a lot of people. So I appreciate that. And we just got a couple minutes here. I uh, appreciate you coming on. Happy birthday yesterday. Happy belated birthday. Uh-huh. Thanks, man. Um, you apparently share a birthday with uh, Adam Medor, uh, former yeah, 1990s oh, yeah. uh, uh, boy uh, boy band uh, Teen Heartthrob, and uh, current uh, current Nashville uh, legend Adam Medor. Um, so uh, happy birthday to Adam too. Uh, I've heard. Uh, I'm trying to checking with my sources, but they've got look. They've got some eyes on his house, and uh, reports are coming back that his hair is perfect. So we appreciate oh, that. I, I, don't, I don't doubt it. It's probably way better than mine. <laughs> um, well, Adam, Adam probably spends more on product than I spend on products during the year. <laughs> Just any kind of product. That's fantastic. So, I'm stealing uh, that, by the way. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Well, thank you so much, man. It was a pleasure to talk to you. I hope you'll come back with us soon and uh, and talk and give us a little update. And uh, you're getting certified and all that stuff. And are you you know in the process or are you wrapped up certification? Well, it's uh, it's just recording the video. Um, I've been working with uh, with Thomas Willent. Uh, he just finished his certification, so I continuously send him videos of of my solo workouts and stuff and. Um, and he says it's coming along really well. So now uh, I finally have a, a group of people I've been working with regularly, and uh, we're going to record the video hopefully within the next 7 to 14 days. I get that submitted, and I know Hayden's just crushed with submissions right now. Uh, so he's trying to get through them as fast as he can. But my, my goal is hopefully, you know, by, by May, you know, to, to actually have that full-on official certification and then just kind of hit the grounds running because it's uh 
it's been a long time coming and, and it's, I'm doing it. Like I, I've come to that point in my life where I, my journey's not done, but I think it's time for me to like start investing in other people. And this is how I can do that. I, I don't have a lot of money, so I can't, I can't give somebody a startup money to start a business, but I can get you started on your journey. Well, I, I love that. And, and uh, yeah, well, for sure. Absolutely. And uh, do you have any, uh, you have any, uh, anything you want to promote or anything more than you do get certified? How people can look up your classes or check out your, uh, your stuff. Oh, uh, cool. Is this where I get to do my shout out? No. Um, uh, it's funny that you kept mentioning ships because, uh, I'm launching my everything under burn the boats. I ended up getting that tattooed because after reading Dallas's book, that was the one thing that kind of stuck with me. And, uh, so you can follow me on, uh, Instagram on burn the boats fitness. And uh, I have a, I've got a soft launch on a Facebook page right now, but that's really not much going. Um, and other than that, I'll be doing classes at Inner Strength and Performance in South Bend, Indiana. So uh, I'm pretty sure there's not much going on in this area. As far as you get to yoga, I think you generally have to go to Ohio with uh, Jim or you have to end up in Chicago. Uh, and there's quite a few people in the Chicago area, but so we're all the Northern Indiana. Uh, I'm going to hopefully have that on lock and uh, I'm really excited to get it going. Awesome. All right. We appreciate my Indiana's favorite son, Bobby Heenan, David Letterman, and Ryan Nichols, everybody. Good company. <laughs> oh, Thanks man, for coming on with us, man. All right. Crystal, want to wrap us up here and throw us into a, a quote to kind of blast us into the week full of motivation Absolutely. and uh, revolutionary fervor, if you will. Yeah. This is kind of a, you know, it's a boost. It's a shot in the arm. So here we go. The distance you kept during my struggle, I'm going to need you to double it during my success. Nailed it. Oh, nailed it. Rocking it. Hell yeah, Crystal. Good uh-huh. luck this week with all you, with all your your stuff going on. I know you got a, a rough week ahead of you, and make sure you stay warm. And uh, we'll see you back here next week. Ryan, thank you so much, man. It was a pleasure to talk to you, and uh, make sure you keep in touch. Uh, and Thanks, uh, until next week, we'll be back with another brand new episode of DDP Radio live at ddpradio.com. Uh, next week, we got another Warrior of the Week lined up. We got a great show lined up. Remember to own it, kick ass, move into the week, fire it off into this entire week, and we'll see you back next week. Uh, better than you were th- uh, this week. So we'll see you guys soon. Start it off a little rough, finish strong. Yeah, baby. See ya. Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh! He's in the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond wow. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a Talk Radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.